that adjustment will just take it to tension and then that, that force kind of frees it up and allows motion again in the joint. So uh, there's other components to the, um, you know, the joints as well. It's not just about bones. It's not as simple as right. that. You know, there's a neurological component. So there's nerves, you know, obviously the, the spinal nerves coming out, but then there's other uh, nerves associated with that joint that are smaller. So you're going to have a, a nervous system component. There's also, you know, muscles and tendons and, and ligaments and everything attaching. So if that gets restricted, not only is it going to affect the, the nervous system, then also you can get, you know, a muscle spasm right. or something that where it's tight, you can also get where it's inhibited. Mm -hmm. um, so it could be various factors there. Uh, what else? We could have inflammation associated with that, just like some edema, maybe some heat. Sometimes you can just feel a little bit of heat there. Okay. Um, you can also, like that inflammation can cause like inflammatory chemicals and that can cause some pain with it. Right. Um, and then eventually you talk about arthritis, then, you know, if it's not taken care of years down the road, the build you know, up that, of that. that can lead to, you know, some of the pathologies and everything. Absolutely. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's simplified. There you go. Um, so the other one then, like, I don't know if it's a, is it bad or how bad is it if I like self-adjust by, you know, going and cranking or throwing a leg over and seeing what yeah. goes or sitting in a chair, like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so my thoughts are in the neck, I'd say no, for sure. Okay. Just because uh, typically you look at a person and, you know, if they look up or extend their neck, they've got this crease across yeah. kind of the, the mid uh, cervical region. Usually that area has too much motion as it is. And that, that's where you get that. Uh, and typically like the upper neck or the upper back is going to be inhibited. So it doesn't have quite as much motion. So it's kind of a balance. So because this upper back isn't moving in a person, then their body's good at compensating and adapting to that. So then we get excessive motion mm -hmm. in the mid cervical region. And actually a lot of times those areas of degeneration that you see in the neck are kind of in that mid cervical region and coincidentally areas that have hypermobility. So when someone is adjusting their own neck, they can get that crack and that noise and there's a little bit of endorphin release. So that feel good chemical, mm -hmm. but that's why it feels good for maybe 10, 15 minutes and then it comes back. So they have to do it again. It's because usually they get the crack in those areas that are already hypermobile, that right. have too much motion already. So when we adjust, we try to adjust those areas that don't have as much motion that need it. And that way it kind of allows uh, the areas that are moving too much to not have to, you know, take up the brunt of all that motion. So yeah, that's, that's uh, in the neck, what I would say uh, for the, the mid back, I think it's great because typically people are, you know, so hunched, everything, right. text messaging, driving computers, everything here anyways. Yep. Um, if you can get on a foam roller and create some some extension and some motion in there, uh, this double tennis ball. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, I got it's one nice, right yeah. here actually. Uh, one let, of these let guys. Your spine, yeah, let your spine sit right in there so it's nice and comfortable. If you can handle it, it's it's intense at first if it's a pretty tender area. But yeah, this uh, tennis balls before this one. This thing right. had some serious. But it's good if you can get some yeah. cavitations in through there. That's awesome. I think it's great if you can do those on your own and. I'm a big uh, believer in foam rolling. People, I, you know, send those home and it becomes their best friend. Right. Even if you can't get the pops and cracks, it's good to just kind of loosen things up and get a little bit yep. of motion in through there. Uh, and then the leg over thing, typically it's it's not too bad. 
Um, if you can isolate it to maybe like an SI, that's yeah. As opposed so for to me, that's typically where mine's at. Yeah. Right. As opposed to maybe uh, sometimes the the lumbar's the mid lumbar region is like the mid cervicals where you have an excess amount of motion. So then it's kind of reinforcing that. So ideally you want it to be specific. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll recommend a crossover stretch or something. Right. If you can get a, a pop with it, yep. whatever, that's fine. But uh, the big no-no for me that I tell people is, you know, the, the self-adjusters in the neck. I know it's a hard habit to break, but yeah. I recommend it. Go to that one. <laughs> and I'm trying to uh, be specific and get my own neck if I need it, you know, like uh -huh. I'm very up high and stuff and I haven't figured that one out yet. And That's I don't know hard. anybody that has. I was so. say, because you can't necessarily get it to go on yourself. You almost have to get mm -hmm. just your own muscle using it, but that could be also be hard because it's now active. Right, yeah, exactly. Instead of passive when, they, when you bring people to tension. Make sense? Anything else on the basics of adjusting? I think what you it, the down and dirty, yeah. All right. I need it to a professional. But yeah, get after the full number. There you go. Yeah. That's this clinical insight.